want to take a little bit of time and go through what we have started a few weeks ago, our 2020 vision, and how we are challenging each one of us just to get into God's Word and have that vision as we look at our daily lives. And we looked a few weeks ago at the 2020 vision at how the Bible is constructed. It is not constructed chronologically. Uh, it was constructed by subject matter, and we passed out a little bit of information about the different divisions and different things like that in the Bible. And as we get to it today, I, I, as I was preparing for this, I had a thought, and that was about school. Now, some of you parents, you're home uh, with the kids and helping them with their schoolwork at this time, and so maybe spend a little bit more time thinking about schoolwork this week than typically you do. And when I was thinking back at school, I was thinking of book reports. Now, I don't know how many of you enjoyed doing book reports when you were in school. Uh, some of you enjoyed it. Maybe some of you did not enjoy it. And I typically enjoyed it. There was a few times where I got a book that wasn't really my favorite book, but as you think of book reports, is there ever, was there ever a time where you got that report and you forgot about it? Or, this is where I would fall more into, start to procrastinate on that a little bit. And you push it back until it is like the day before. And now you have to read the entire book and put a report together on that. Now you know at this point, reading the entire book, it's not going to happen. So what do you do? It's a great thing about books, right? You turn to the back. See that back cover? You go through the back cover, you read that. Or maybe even you really get into it and you read the first couple chapters, go to the last couple chapters and you read those and then you sit there and you put that report together. How did the grade go for that one? Probably not as well. Because what was the problem with doing a report like that? Is you didn't know how it all came together. You knew a little bit about the individuals that were in the book. Maybe it was a biography, so you knew a little bit about the beginning of their life. You knew a little bit about the end of their life. But everything in between didn't seem to fit. You weren't as connected to the person that you were doing the report on because you just didn't know how all of the pieces of their life came together. And you know, when we think of the Bible, sometimes we just think of the Bible as just a bunch of random things put together here, but it's not. It all comes together. And what we're going to look at these next several weeks is 10 steps to go through the Bible. And how in 10 simple steps, the entire Bible can come together. And we see how what happens in Genesis is telling us what's going to happen in Revelation. And what we want to look at right now is step number one in that process. And step number one in that process is the beginning. It only makes sense, right? The beginning. And we find this in Genesis chapters 1 through 11. And what we see in that beginning are four major events that take place. The first event that we see take place is the beginning of the universe and man at creation. And we see that in the first two chapters of Genesis, how God formed this entire world. It's amazing to me by speaking into existence. And you go and you look out and you see nature and just understanding that God spoke and it was there. And we study man and see how man is put together in the body and we see that God formed man. We see the beginning of man at creation. Then the second major event that we find is the beginning of sin and death at the fall. 
We see this in Genesis chapter number 3 as we see Eve in the garden. Remember, there's one thing they are not supposed to do. But she gives in to this temptation, takes of the fruit, gives it to Adam. And by the way, right there in Genesis chapter number 3 is where we see fear coming into this world. As fear comes in and they hide in the garden. And we see through that they are sent out of the garden. And we're going to see even in that very first family, murder is going to happen in that family. As sin entered into the world at that time. The third step that we see is the beginning of the new world after the flood. You know, it doesn't take long. By Genesis chapter number 6, we see that God has looked down and he sees the sin in this world. And God destroys the world with a flood, but saves Noah and his wife and children and the animals there. And God sets up a, a new family there as they will repopulate the earth and, and they're given the commands of what they are to do and how they are to follow God. But the fourth and last step we see in these, these chapters is the beginning of the nations at the Tower of Babel. As they come together and they say, we're going to build something to reach into the heavens. And God comes down and the Bible says confuses their languages to where now they cannot all speak the same language. Those of us that have ever had to take a foreign language during school, this is where we come back and blame it on these people right here because we had to try to learn that foreign language. But this is the very beginning. What is Genesis the beginning of? Everything. Everything begins here. And it also is the very beginning of where we see that we needed a Savior. Genesis 3.15 is the first prophecy that God gives that from the seed of woman, someone would come that would defeat Satan. And we know that was Jesus Christ. And so we see in this very first part of Genesis, this very first step, the beginning, the beginning of everything. And we're going to see from here how God uses this to write the rest of the Bible and how the Savior would come, which was prophesied in the very beginning. And at this